Hello and welcome to Advancing the Mission. This is where we keep you informed and up to date on what is happening in local outreach, global missions, and church multiplication, all through the lens of County Line Church. My name is Chris Kazmarek and I am the outreach pastor and your host here today. Each week we will talk with people doing the work to influence those far from God, both locally and globally. It is my hope that this inspires you to multiply the love and joy of Jesus throughout a hurting world, one life at a time. All right, with me today is Tammy Crane. Tammy, you are the Executive Director of 410 Ministries. And we, we this month we're really focusing on 410 as a ministry. We're, we're talking about uh, the work that you guys do. So talk a little bit first of, about your story and how you got in, involved in this ministry, in a ministry like 410. Well, thank you, Chris, for having me. I really appreciate it, and I love to share about 410. It was definitely a God thing. Um, briefly, I was very prejudiced and judgmental to the women that we now currently reach out to. We started with women who dance in the adult entertainment industry in Fort Wayne. Uh, unfortunately, we have a lot of those compared to uh, a size of our city should have. But I s distinctly remember a time driving past uh, one of the clubs and not having very kind thoughts about those who were probably inside, especially the dancers. And I felt okay with that. But fortunately, God doesn't leave us in our sin. And so I don't know the amount of time that lapsed between that incident where for some reason my attention was drawn to it and I was kind of dwelling on it and thinking about it. The next uh, thing that happened that God really used was in January of 2006, I was trying to find a television show, and I landed on one that had a gal named Heather Veach, and she was a former Las Vegas stripper. She shared a little bit about her background, and she had been sexually assaulted at the age of 13, I believe, mm -hmm. and she just talked about what that did to her, yeah. how she viewed herself, and then they... Uh, interviewed another gal that she was developing a friendship with because she had decided that she needed to go back into those clubs in Las Vegas and tell others about yeah. Jesus. And so she was developing a friendship, and this gal um, talked about um, having sexual abuse as a young girl in her background. And it literally broke my heart. I began to sob and weep, and um, I asked God to forgive me for my judgmental and critical attitude towards them when I had no clue. Yeah. Um, I was very ignorant and assumed a lot of things that weren't true, and so it was such a heavy burden, Chris, that I couldn't let it go, yeah. and I asked God, what do you want me to do? And he said, they need to know how much I love them. I love that. I love that story of, of, uh, 
of just kind of God kind of took you full circle there. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, why don't you give us a little bit of, a, of an overview of 410, uh, what you guys, uh, like, again, you talked about some of the, the clubs and things, but I know that you're, there's more of, of mm-hmm. a vision for the future. So just to give us a little bit of an overview. Okay. So that's where we started, and we cause that we call that phase one of our ministry. We are still doing that. We mm-hmm. send a team of women into the clubs on a weekly basis to develop trusting friendships yeah. with these women, um, and in the hopes that eventually they'll be open to spiritual conversations but also just coming alongside them and understanding with the backgrounds that they've had, which are horrific, that they need help with mental health. And so one of the things that God has called us to is to provide free trauma therapy for these women. And so just this year, we moved into phase two, which we are so excited about. And that is, um, we have a house on Wayne Street in downtown Fort Wayne, and it's cozy and warm, and the women can come there and get free trauma therapy. They can meet with an individual trauma therapist, or we do offer uh, classes for like art therapy, music therapy, different types of movement therapy Mm -hmm. that helps the body get rid of that trauma that's um, yeah. trapped there. And then we also um, do a little bit of case management because their lives are very messy. And so we try to point them to the resources that are going to be the most helpful for them right. that we don't provide. And we also have life coaches ready. Um, no one's asked for that yet, but it's because they're so early in their trauma therapy, they're not ready for that yet, but right. that is a possibility. Our third phase, which we're very, very excited about, is to start a two-year residency program in Fort Wayne for women with a history of sexual exploitation or trafficking. And there is such a huge need, not only in Northeast Indiana, but Indiana for this type of residential program, it's two years long, which some people that may say like, a, think, wow, that's a really long time. I know for substance abuse disorder, it's like six months. And But because of all the trauma that they had as children, because that makes them a target for traffickers, then you pile on being trafficked or being sexually exploited um, as an adult woman. There's just so much trauma there. And a lot of them do have substance abuse disorder. So the whole two years are filled with a complete continuum of care that survivors require. And so there's nothing like that in Northeast Indiana. Um, two years ago, Indiana had nothing. Um, we do know of a ministry down by Bloomington and another one in Indianapolis that will be opening soon. But compared to the amount of survivors that get recovered every year in Indiana, that's still such a gap. And so we're very excited to be able to provide that. That's incredible. 
Um, let's let's talk a little bit more in depth with that. Um, I know that from talking to you before that you went out to to Tennessee and saw mm-hmm. a program there. So maybe talk a little bit about that program, Thistle Farms. I know, um, and then I guess what you know as you're moving into this phase three, you know what are what are some of those the biggest needs? Um, what are you, yeah? What are you working towards to and what what is needed to be done in order to get that up and running? Okay. Yeah, and again, you know, you just watch God lead you. I thought that with the center that we have now, we wanted it to be a drop-in center where women who live on the streets could come and just, like, hang out and get resources and get trauma therapy. And so we had heard about a nonprofit in Indianapolis called Grid Into Grace, um, and we went down to look at their drop-in center because they had one. And after I left um, that, I was very confused because she mentioned opening up a two-year residency program down the street because she had another house donated to her. And she said, after the model of Thistle Farms. And I was confused about whether I should be sheltering women now because I had always said I'm not going to do that. But when we talked about getting this house for the trauma therapy center, people kept asking me, are you going to, you know, shelter women now? And I thought, no, I'm not going to shelter women. But then I thought, okay, I need to be open to what God is telling me. And so when we went into grit, down to grit, into grace, I kind of felt like, oh, I don't think I do want to do a drop-in center. Um, I don't think that's what God's calling me to, but I'm confused. Mm-hmm. So I went to prayer, and I started listening to a worship song. And as I was listening to that, preparing my heart, I just heard over and over, shelter them, shelter mm-hmm. them, shelter them. Yeah. So that was my answer. <laughs> and so when she had mess. Uh, mentioned Thistle Farms, I looked it up on the website and I got so excited. It is a fantastic program. They've been doing it for over 25 years now with that population of women and their success rate is amazing. They track women five years after they've graduated the two-year program and 75% of the women are still clean and sober. They have not returned back to any type of sexual exploitation or trafficking. They're living independently. A lot of them have been reunited with family and children that they lost because of their lifestyle. And so they're doing really, really well. One of the smart things that Thistle Farms did that we love too in that model is they started a social enterprise. So that is a business that the proceeds go back into a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. They saw a need to employ these women to give them meaningful employment so that they wouldn't be tempted to go back into sexual exploitation. And so they started a business, um, it's been going for a little over 20 years now, and That business has completely grown. Um, They hire survivors. So the majority of it is survivor-led, which is a beautiful story in itself. And the women who go through the two-year program, because it's grown so much, they can continue to work 
for Thistle Farms. Right. Um, so if you're interested to see what kind of products they sell, you can go to thistlefarms.org um, and support that ministry. The founder has also gone around the world now and looked for women who are making and creating products. Um, and so she makes a partnership with them and brings their product to the United States and it's on their website. Um, and then they share the proceeds. So between all the help that they give through the residency program and the social enterprise, it has become a very successful model. And so that is what we want to incorporate here in Fort Wayne, not only the residency program, but a social enterprise. Yeah, yeah. And one thing that we look at every year is uh, Shared Hope International is another ministry mm -hmm. we support. And they, yes. they always put out these state grades. And if you look, Tennessee is always the highest, <laughs> highest graded. It's I think it's been a B the last mm -hmm. couple of years and Indiana is an F. And yes. so it's it's encouraging to know that we're following in the footsteps of, of a ministry like that that is is in the the rest of the country is kind of taken yes um, yes so absolutely so that's a great thing so uh as people are listening here today uh if if there is if somebody's saying you know i want to i want to be involved in what 410 is doing uh how can how can individuals get involved um whether whether that's volunteer or financially how can how can they help so um one of the things that we are always looking for is uh, women who are willing to be a part of our outreach team, and that means going into these adult entertainment clubs. Um, but we also need volunteers at the well now because uh, we have women that are coming for appointments and sometimes they need child care. And so providing child care for the women, I am hoping to start a Bible study, and that will probably be in the evening and uh, some of the moms in there are single moms. And so, again, providing that child care so we can have a Bible study at the well. There are um, gifts that we give four times a year. And so participating in that gift team, we provide home-cooked meals to the clubs four times a year. Awesome. And so we're, we're always looking for people who are willing to sign up to provide a portion <laughs> yeah. of that meal. Uh, to the clubs. Eventually, we will want mentors, especially for the residents yeah. of our women. But the other thing, you know, is now that we have a house, um, we would love people in the summertime who want to come weed and mm -hmm. plant flowers yeah. and mow the grass and Absolutely. those kinds of things to help us maintain the house. Mm -hmm. And so anybody that loves to do that kind of stuff can volunteer. Grant writers, there's a lot. Yeah. They can go on the website to look to see how they want to volunteer. And then um, it tells you who to contact. Right now it's just myself and my administrative executive. <laughs> and uh, so you either contact me or her. Her name's Misty Newthals. Um, but yeah, I think... There will be more and more ways to volunteer, but those are some of the highlights right now. And then if God has called you to help support this ministry, the easiest way is to go to our website, and there's um, a donate tab at the top, and there's a drop-down whether you want to give by check. It tells you where to send it to or mm -hmm. online. You click right. online, 
takes you right, right to the donation page. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, and we can, we can drop the link to you in the, in the show notes here so, uh, so people can get to that easily. So uh, last question and something that I like to ask everybody um, that comes on here is, what is something that you know about God that I may not because of your work with 410? I think patience is one of the biggest things that I see with God that, you know, we want to get impatient. And with these women, because of all the trauma, even when they come to faith, they struggle with growing. And so just to watch gals, I've walked alongside for five years, seven years, And you think, when are they going to start growing? They said they gave their life to Christ, but I'm just not seeing a lot of evidence of it. And then to finally see the light bulb come on because of the Holy Spirit and watching them grow and knowing that God kept pursuing them, God was patient with them. He knew exactly how he was going to draw them closer to himself and um, just inspire them to want to get in the Word and grow and get to know Him better. And so I think, yeah, patience is one of the biggest things. And then just understanding how God views people. Um, It's easy for us to judge others by their outward appearance or what they what their history is like or what they've done in the past we like to think as christians we don't do that but i did and um i think just showing me uh how much he loves everyone and um that they are his creation right and he loves his creation desperately and that he never, he never gives up, and so just, and just feeling the love of God for these women, I know it does not come from me. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean we see that through His gospel, right? Like mm-hmm. as we read the gospel, we see Him standing up for for those that are would most people would be looking down upon, right? And yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's I love that patience and and just. Just the fact that he, he loves everyone. I love, yeah. I love that. So, yeah. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for, uh, for jumping on here and joining us today. Really appreciate you and the work that 410 is doing. Um, we just, we're, again, we're just we're very thankful for, for that and the way that you're serving um, our community. Uh, so we appreciate it. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. And thanks to everybody that listened this week, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Advancing the Mission this week. I really hope that you were encouraged and that you learned something that maybe you didn't know before. If you have any questions or if you want to learn how to get connected to County Line or get connected to some of these resources, uh, then please just reach out to me. You can email me at ckaz at countylinechurch.org. If you would, we ask that you just subscribe to our podcast, Advancing the Mission on either Apple or Spotify. This really helps us to connect more people from our church or also just people that are interested in learning about God's kingdom work. So thank you again for joining us and thank you for being people that want to see the message of Jesus shared here and around the world.